0: This is Kilakosh and welcome to the Bad Bitch Bible. Pour yourself a drink and tap in. Back at it again with more Kilakohan. This is Kilakosh and bitch. Girl, sweetheart, darling, honey boo boo, I dropped huge news today. And I'm sure some of you, if not most of you, have already seen it. But if you don't already know, let me fill you in. We're on a break we're not together right now and this time i'm not joking like this is actually real this is not a prank and i know we've pranked you guys a couple times before and it's kind of sad thinking back now about how many times we joked about it we pranked you guys about it i even dropped a pod with a whole ass intro before talking about how we broke up yada 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 just to prank you guys just to hook you guys but this time shit's real shit is a hundred percent real and it breaks my heart to talk about it but in many ways i'm so incredibly proud of us and happy for us because of what we've built together. We're opening a business together. We have such a great work dynamic. I have so much respect for her and that's something that's never going to go away. I have such deep, deep love for her that's never going to go away and I don't think ever will go away because we basically grew up together, you know, like we dated since we were 17 and I've known her since I was like 12 years old, 13 years old in high school. Like we weren't close then, but I knew her and she was kind of always is in my orbit. So the love, the respect, that's never gonna change. But I think that over the past couple months, or at least over the past year, our relationship has changed so much and we grew up so much. I don't want to get into detail yet because one, she's not here to share her side. And two, because it's so, so fresh. Even if it's something that we've been talking about for a while now and we've discussed, it still feels so fresh because I only announced it today. But I do gotta say, because of our dynamic that is really really different and it's not something that everybody's gonna understand which I guess is also a part of why I don't want to share like the details and everything like that. Since I said she's always going to be a part of my life like I really really mean that. Aside from work and aside from the business we have together, she's seen my sister grow up. She's so well integrated into my family that it's just weird to not have her around because she's basically family at this point. My mom loves her, my sister loves her, our household staff love her. She's basically like the Scott in my family but i'm not courtney like our relationship was nothing like that but when it comes to having her around all the time she's basically like scott and i'm really happy that we're at a point in our relationship or our friendship or whatever this is that we can be that because five years ago or if I was in my teens this could not happen with all my exes I talked so much shit about them it's actually kind of insane like it was rude it was honestly rude how much shit I talked and how crazy I was after relationships but I think this is also part of growing up and this is also part of maturing and it's kind of calming it's kind of soothing to know that a relationship doesn't have to end on a bad note and not all breakups are bad breakups Some breakups are really healthy. Some breakups lead you to love the person even more. Some breakups are necessary so that you can get back together with them in like two to three years or whatever. Whenever I think of long-term relationships, another couple that comes to my mind, Janae Aiko and Big Sean. Like, do you remember how they've been together for, like, what, nine years or some shit? But they've been on and off for so, so many years. And, like, Big Sean went out with other girls. Janae was seen with other guys in multiple points in their relationship. But they never, like, broke up, broke up. They weren't cheating on each other. And, like, they never spoke about cheating on each other. But I really think that they were taking time apart from each other here and there just to reassess themselves and grow on their own so that they could grow together. And now... Big Sean and Janae are having a baby. So you know what I mean? Like relationships are so tricky and dynamics are really, really different for everybody. And so even down to like my close friends, I don't think anybody really understands the full dynamics of our relationship except for Annika and I. And I think that's fine too because privacy is truly power. And... (laughs) I want to talk, okay? I like I have minimal privacy. Y'all bitches are always up in my business. Y'all bitches are always updated on every major and minor life event. But in general, I still consider myself a pretty private person because there's so much that I still don't share. And I only share what I choose to share because there's still so much that I don't share. And there are very few things that I do choose to share. And it can be the most random shit, but it's just so nice to have full control over what I share, when I share it, and when I do share it. That said, I'm basically single right now, but don't get confused whenever you see Annika and I together or posting together or working together. Our dynamic is just, it's really, really different. And it's not something that I expect everybody to understand, but I do expect everybody to respect it. You feel me, bitches? Before we turn it up a notch, I do want to lay down the ground rules here because I know that a bunch of you bitches are new here. Okay, a bunch of you bitches are here because you're and you want to know what the fuck happened in my relationship. But. We are not talking about that today. We are talking about how to move on because it's been so long since I've last had to move on or like stepped out of a relationship. So I'm honestly learning as I go too. But as always, we have our ground rules here in the Bad Bitch Bible. No homophobia, no racism, no sexism, no slut shaming. Basically, wag kayong gago, ha? Huh? Bowel judgmental dito, okay? Because if you're gonna say that I'm toxic, bitch, I can easily say that you're toxic too. So many people are toxic in so many different ways, just on different levels and in, again, different ways. So if you're out here to nitpick, judge, and tell me some fucking Bible verses, get the fuck out. I'm done. I'm done. Now that that's set, Here's your ultimate guide to moving on. I've prepared 10 steps for you or 10 tips for you. And while these may work for me, don't work for you. These might work for you, not for me. I hope you can pick out a couple of these and may they help you along the journey, the process in becoming the baddest bitch that you are. Let's say you already listened to my breakup manuals part one and two. You broke up with a dickhead effectively. The first step here is to block Cut off. Unfollow. Remove them entirely from social media. Detach online. Stop fucking around. Stop fucking around on social media. Stop checking their posts. Stop watching their IG stories. Stop stalking them every day. Just fucking block them. Stop sharing your location on iMessage. Remove all forms of communication. And while this doesn't apply to me because I have ongoing businesses with her, if that man cheated on you, if that man ghosted you if that man is doing you dirty block blockity block 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 annika's never treated me like shit so i could never like block and cut her off completely because she's such an amazing person but bitch if that man is fucking around block him unfollow him fucking remove him from all forms of social media stop talking to him because you're just digging yourself a deeper hole. You're making it worse for yourself to move on. And honestly, you'll never be able to move on if you're constantly stuck in the past. You'll never be able to move on if you're constantly holding on to the past. You're lying to yourself and you're basically doing yourself dirty at that point. Like I know that he fucked you over, but if you continue to follow him, watch his IG stories, stalk him every day, you're doing yourself dirty. You're fucking yourself over. He already fooled you once, twice, and yet you're the one stalking him, and yet you're the one checking his IG stories, that's some dumb bitch shit. I I gotta say, that's some dumb bitch shit. But on the flip side, you know what I realized? Like, in my previous relationships, there was a time when I used to follow them, still stalk them, check their posts. I didn't remove them from social media, whatever. And the reason was because I wanted to get hurt. Like, I wanted to see them going out, drinking, hooking up with hoes, following new girls like i wanted to watch it all play out for some sadistic reason Ooh, she kinky she into bdsm or whatever i'm kidding but like i wanted to be hurt so that i could move on faster i wanted to see him act out go crazy whatever the fuck just so that i could cry harder and get over it faster Again, this might not work for you, it might work for you, but whatever works for you, go for it, ba? So that leads me into the second tip. Cry it all out. As in, take the time to cry until ma pagod ka. Don't neglect the pain, face the pain. The only, like as crazy and as cliche and disgusting as it is, The only way to get past it is through it. You're never going to be able to heal from it completely if you don't validate your own feelings. Don't go through your own feelings and actually feel the feels. Feel the feels. I don't know why I said that. That's so cringe. But again, allow yourself to cry and allow yourself to be cringy. Even if he fucked another hoe, even if he fucked your best friend, cry it out. Feel those feelings, validate those feelings. Whatever you're feeling, I mean, unless you're like psychotic and you're putting the hot in psychotic, most of your feelings are valid. Really, really trust your gut and take time to grieve. Like in the last pod, as I said, I'm the kind of person that spends the last three to six months in my relationship crying so that once we're done, we're done and I'm not crying anymore. But if you're not that and you're the kind that, okay, after you guys broke up, you're really feeling the shit. You're going through it, girl that's fine too. That's respectable. But feel it out. Actually take time. If you could take a couple days off from work, if you could maybe take a mental health day and rest, watch movies, stay in, eat whatever the fuck you want, work out, slap on a face mask, whatever self-care means to you, do it and cry it out. It is so much better to cry it out now nip it in the bud the sooner you heal the better because you don't want to be like fuck boys who only realize how much it hurt them three months six months down the line and then you're acting sloppy in the clubs being a messy ass hoe crying in public like i know we've all been there i've been there too but if there's anything that i learned from that i wish that i took the time to heal and validate my feelings cried out alone at home Instead of being messy outside. Because these bitches, bitches are always waiting for you to slip up. So always keep your guard up in public. Struggle in private. These bitches don't deserve to know what you're going through. I already know you know who I'm talking about. You know those bitches who are like, Always stalking you, you guys think you're friends, but secretly they hope that your relationship ended. You get fat, you get acne, you lose your job, whatever. You know those fake friends, whatever. Fuck them. Don't let them see you fuck up. Cry in private. And it's so nice to get to the point na pagud na pagod ka na umiyak. I love that feeling. You know when you've been crying for like hours or days, sometimes even weeks, if I'm being honest. And you get to a point where you're like, fuck, I literally don't have any more tears left to cry. No tears left to cry. Well, Alexa, please play No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande. Charot. Moving on to the third tip, which is find the rebound ASAP. As in ASAP Rocky. Go, 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 Nasiz. This may not work for you, but it has worked for me so many times to find the rebound because you just jump right back in and it is an amazing ego boost. And if I'm being honest, like how come guys get to be man whores like all the fucking time? Like they get the pass. They can be fuckboys and they get to hook up with whoever they want to whenever they want to and it's fine like it's normal for guys to go out right after a relationship and like hook up with anybody so i say own it go out find a rebound and use them i mean not use them but like you know what i mean i mean it's consensual obviously duh if you're both adults both consenting parties not looking for a relationship find a rebound hook up with them and boost your ego It's honestly one of the best things and most rewarding things to do like after you've been crying for days or maybe not. Maybe you just ended your relationship and you're feeling like shit. You really need to get back out there. You really want some validation. You crave a really good physical touch. That's fine too. Hop on out there. Hook up with the best guy you see in the club. Not anybody, guys. Bitches. Be selective here. Just because I said find a rebound doesn't mean fuck anything that moves. I said find a rebound. And a rebound is supposed to help you bounce back up, not down. So don't fuck anything that moves. Find the rebound, get right into that whole phase, and enjoy it. It can be a one-night stand. It can be a, maybe a couple hookups. Just anything to kind of validate you again, give you a little ego boost and affirmation. I mean, guys do it all the fucking time. How come girls can't or like girls get shamed for it? So do it. Live Laughland day. Sidebar, can we talk about the three-month rule? Because I don't believe in the three-month rule. I think it's complete bullshit. Because everybody heals on their own in different ways. Some of us need to grieve for six months. Some of us tend to fuck something that moves. But at the end of the day, we all grieve and we all heal differently. And if for me, it means hooking up with the next best thing within 24 hours, then okay. But if for you, it means taking time to heal for a couple months, focusing on yourself, then great too. I don't think that there should be a rule and honestly nobody has control over you once you're single nobody can tell you shit if your man or your girl tells you like yo we were together for four years and then we broke up and then within two days you fuck this bitch really honestly fuck that fuck that mindset it's bullshit because you're already broken up for a reason and they can't tell you shit and they cannot control the way that you do things, the way that you choose to heal from their trauma, the way that you choose to heal from the trauma they gave you. So live your life. Fuck the three-month rule because it puts so much pressure on people to live life a certain way when it shouldn't be that way. You should have full control and full autonomy over how you fuck around, I guess. And also, especially for girls listening, I know that it hurts to see your ex, your man's hook up with something, something, someone right away, right after you broke up and you feel like, fuck, I guess that relationship didn't mean anything. Everything that he said was a lie. He said he loved me. He said he misses me. And yet look what he's doing. But if you're already broken up, move the fuck on, you know, stop judging his actions. You already know he's trash. So why the fuck do you care? Even if this man said, I love you, I miss you, I want to have babies with you. (laughs) Ew. If he chooses to fuck around within 24 hours after he broke up, then okay, let him. And feel those feelings as well. You can do both. You can be pissed at him because of how you broke up, what he did to you. But you can't control how a person acts after a breakup. You just can't. Step number four. Distract yourself and find a new hobby. Hang out with your friends. Work out. Focus on yourself. Do things. Twerk it out. Whatever the fuck. Just keep yourself busy. And again, I know it is so easy to just stay in bed and cry for two weeks. But I think that you should also give yourself a timeline. Like maybe tell yourself, okay, I need to cry it out and finish my crying within three to five business days, okay? Set a timeline for yourself so that you're not stuck in a hole, in your depression hole. Because I know it is so easy to slip into that and stay there. So give yourself a timeline because bitch, I'm busy. Wala hong time. Umiyak ng mga two to three months. Wala. I need to get busy i need money bitches need to make a living hustle you know the vibes give yourself a timeline and then once you're done with that timeline your crying timeline i guess find a new hobby just like that immediately hang out with your friends reconnect with old friends that maybe you weren't able to during the relationship wear the shit that you finally want to fucking wear because miguel told you you can't wear short skirts whenever you go out wear that shit go to fucking yoga try pilates for the first time Make yourself a green juice. Get drunk till 5 a.m. Go to McDonald's. Get a hangover meal. Do shit. Experience shit. Remember when Kendall was like, if you really want to experience it, you'd be experiencing things, but you don't really want to experience it, so you're not experiencing things. Some shit like that. So what I'm saying here is experience the shit, all the shit that you want to do, and maybe some of the shit that, you don't want to do maybe you don't even like clubbing but go out with your friends once see what they like to do and immerse yourself and try new experiences and maybe like clubbing once a month is gonna remind you like fuck this is why i don't club and this is why i like staying home so the next time you can invite your friends over maybe do a sleepover watch netflix have wine at home make yourself a cheese board watch legally blonde white chicks clueless throw in a couple of rom-coms there you know the exact vibes i'm talking about the thing is you're already in a relationship for so fucking long okay and you weren't live laugh loving over there you weren't happy so now's the time to be happy and explore yourself and get to know different parts of yourself that you otherwise wouldn't have been able to if you stayed in that relationship this part is so crucial it's crush. It is so valuable because this is what's going to help you bounce back immediately. This is going to help you revive yourself and get to know yourself better. And if you miss this step, what the fuck is the point even? What's the point of being single if you can't even enjoy yourself and experience things? So maybe you want to try pottery or you've never learned how to do your own nails. Try doing your own nails, dye your hair, get a haircut, Reinvent yourself and really focus on that and give yourself time to. This one of my favorite parts about being single because I realized shit, ng damikopalang time no. Dame time na binibigay sa ibang tao, tapos saken, wale. So it's so nice realizing that you actually have so much more time to give yourself, so much more energy to give yourself, and you deserve that. You also deserve all the money. <laughs> that you spent spending on somebody else at least now you can spend it on yourself or maybe with your friends or on new experiences with your friends and your family and just redirect all of that positive energy into reviving yourself recreating yourself and thank me later so that's it for part one of the ultimate guide to moving on i'm gonna save the other tips for part two and i'll catch you bitches later bye